Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. I'm Matt. And our friend Ryan is joining us again. Hello, Ryan. Hi, thanks for having me. Tell the folks where they can find you out on the uh, uh, on the internet. Yeah, so you can find me at my uh, blog, which is um, ryanarnoldreviews.weebly.com, or you can find me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is arnold underscore at movies. I also recently uh, got a letterbox as well for any um, film lovers out there. Um, and my handle for letterbox is the same as my Twitter handle. Thanks, Ryan. And we're here today to talk about a new film. It's called Last Night in Soho, and Matt's going to tell us a little bit about it. So this is directed by Edgar Wright, who you may know some of his films. Uh, he has directed um, <clears throat> Sparks Brothers recently, uh, Baby Driver, which is a big deal for him, The World's End, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, Hot Fuzz, uh, Shaun of the Dead. So uh, those are probably his, his, his biggest films. Uh, this is an homage to 1960s London. Um, it stars Thomas and McKenzie in, in present day. She is um, living with her grandmother. Uh, her dad's gone. Her mother has passed away. Although um, her character, Eloise, or Ellie, as she calls herself, she has a, the shine, uh, <laughs> as we call it. And she sees her dead mother like in mirrors sometimes, always in a, in a, in a good way. Um, and her grandmother kind of intimates that there's some sort of maybe a, a familial gift there, shine or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Ellie goes off to London um, for design school, and she is enraptured by it and loves it, uh, well, London anyway, uh, but she really has this uh, nostalgia for 1960s-era London, even though she wasn't around then. Um, she listens to a lot of old vinyl records of, of musical artists from that era, um, which are Planted throughout this film. So if you're a fan of that uh, type of music, you'll, you'll enjoy that here. Um, so it's a lot of her getting acclimated to the design school and the mean girls that are there. Uh, then she decides to move to a boarding house that uh, is run by Diana Rigg. And uh, there she starts to have dreams at night where she is back in the 60s. And she kind of inhabits the body of a young girl back then, played by Anya Taylor-Joy. Um, Matt Smith shows up. Um, General Zod from Superman 2 shows up. Uh, and it, it's, it's a difficult movie to talk about, even plot-wise, without kind of getting into a whole bunch of stuff later on in the movie. We'll do our best not to be spoilerish. But um, that's your general setup. Uh, Ryan, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so I, I enjoyed um, this movie. Um, I really liked the first two acts. Um, I think the third act gets a little um, topsy-turvy, um, and it tries to really um, throw in kind of twist after twist. Um, but overall, I, I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with this movie. Um, I definitely do like the 60s era, and I like the music from that era. And um, so when... Uh, Thomas and McKenzie's character goes kind of back in time and you see, you know, like she's walking out and you see like the big um, neon um, sign out in the movie theater it says Thunderball. That was, that was a lot of fun. Um, this, you know, they had the costume design was great. The production design was, was good. Um, the soundtrack 
Edgar Wright, if you're a big fan of his work, he is very much one that likes to make sure he has a, a really strong um, musical score and um, all kinds of, you know, um, noticeable and strong uh, songs in his movies. That's very much a, a form, like a person of their own. They don't, you know, usually have their own, like, personality in his films. Um, so, and I thought uh, Anna Taylor-Joy did a good job. Thomas McKenzie, she did a good job as well. Um, and even Matt Smith. Um, so yeah, overall, I, I really enjoyed, um, this movie, um, do have some issues with it in its third act, but, um, but it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree with you. I really loved what I'll roughly describe as the first half of the movie. Um, I loved getting to know Thomas and Mackenzie's character and Thomas and Mackenzie has quickly become for me, one of my favorite actresses um we've seen her in a handful of movies now and i think she's just wonderful and she i immediately was engaged with her character you know empathized with her um was on this journey with her and um i love you know i am that person who is also enamored with 1960s london culturally and i love the music i love i think the look of the movie when she has those that dream and she's back in 1960s London. It's, it just looks fantastic. Um, so I was really excited and I, I really loved the movie and I do think it, um, it, it kind of falls apart as the movie goes along. I, I feel like it, it redeems itself at, in, at the end. I was, I was satisfied by the ending, but the journey there in the second half of, of the film um, it just meanders and it gets very repetitive. There's there's things that happen and then the same thing happens again. And what was, you know, visually striking and you might describe as scary or shocking the first time isn't so much, you know, the third and fourth times you see it. So, yeah, that's the problem with the movie. Um, it's that third and fourth act and... Unfortunately, it doesn't live up to um, the setup, which I thought was fantastic. Yeah, I would kind of divide this movie, I guess, into three acts, three parts. Um, and I like the first and the third. And when I say the third, I mean, I mean, toward the very, very end. Um, you know, it, it, this movie has not done well at the box office. We saw it, you know, it came out the weekend after Dune came out and we went to see it. I, on that Friday night, and I was a little shocked because in, in, at one of our local multiplexes, it was in the biggest auditorium they had, which I thought would still be reserved for Dune, but it was uh, last night in Soho, and there was about five of us, seven of us maybe, in the whole mm-hmm. cabinet theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a difficult movie to um, categorize, and it's a difficult movie kind of to describe to people because it tries to do so many things. And you have to be like, willing to be on board with that. Um, you know, it. you have to be cool with 60s, particularly 60s British nostalgia. Um, and, 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 and she, you know, Thomasin McKenzie's character is very wide-eyed at, at London. Um, and that's cool, right? And I mean, I think I would be too. And I, I can, you know, relate to that, I guess, in a weird way. Um, but if that's not your thing then you won't like the first 
act of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, then it kind of comes this thriller that, um, and I do kind of like that. It sort of inverts this this false nostalgia that she does have for England. It kind of or London at that time, and it kind of reminds us, you know, nostalgia is not always a good thing, or too much of it's not a good thing, particularly of an era that you are not familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it does shift gears in the middle section. Um, and then it shifts gears yet again in the third act, which the first part of the third act, it becomes kind of like basically almost a horror movie in a way. Um, so, you know, that's the thing is, right, is, is if, if, if you're going to this for cool 60s London nostalgia, I don't know what you're going to think about this, <laughs> you know, two thirds of the other part of the movie. Um, I think I felt like it managed those tonal shifts okay. Uh, or as best as you can with this kind of a film. Um, I do. Thomas and McKenzie is excellent in this as she is in everything. Um, Matt Smith is, you know, he's one of my favorite. He's my favorite actually of the newer Dr. Who's um, he's good in this. It's not a lot. I was going to say there's not a lot to his character. I mean, we, we see him change a little bit, but there's not a lot of room for him to, to branch out at there. Um, I was very, you know, I, I've always loved Diana Rigg ever since I saw reruns of The Avengers, uh, and it was very bittersweet seeing her in this, which is her, I think, her final film role. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I will say though that the middle part of the movie is my least favorite part, and I don't, I kept feel, it just felt to me like. And I don't often think about this in a movie, but I kept thinking like, you know, get on with it. Like, because I think maybe this is what you were talking about, Ashley, in a certain sense, that there is a lot of repetition in this movie. There's there's times where it's like, I I get it, you know, (laughs) and I was also, although I didn't see some stuff coming, there were certain stuff, things I did see coming. And so I was just like, oh, okay. And I, I, I kind of see where you're going here with this movie. Just get there. You know, (laughs) Um, when we got home, I think I mentioned to you that um, I felt like this is maybe the perfect type of story. If you're going to have like a one hour, if there's like a one hour anthology series out there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like I say, a t- one hour Twilight Zone or whatever. And this would be great as that. Mm-hmm. But as it stands, this is two hours. Right. And... Um, it sags a little bit much uh, from that. So I don't know. What do you think, Ryan? <laughs> no, I, I would agree with that. Um, yeah, there, there's a lot to love with this movie um, from the um, acting to the production design and the cinematography. And then, you know, where the, the criticism falls, unfortunately, it, it's in the writing. Um, and that's not saying it's a bad movie. It just, it, it runs into some pitfalls, um, and shortcomings in its writing where it, it could have been stronger or it, it got too repetitive or added too many twists. Um, maybe it's struggling too many genres. I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, it, like Matt said, it, it is a hard movie to sell. Um, we saw it the, um, the Thursday after it came out, uh, granted it's a Thursday, but there was only one other person in our, our showing. Um, so it was just me, Glennis, and one other person seeing the movie. So, um, you know, it's unfortunate that it hasn't done as uh, good as it, it, it should have. 
Um, but that's not saying it's obviously a bad movie by any means. So I, I would recommend people to to see this film, um, and especially if you're an Edgar Wright fan, to watch this movie. Um, uh, but yeah, overall, I I enjoyed it and I liked it for um, its cinematography, its nostalgia with the '60s production design, and and the acting with uh, Thompson McKenzie, Anna Taylor Joy, Diana Riggs. Um, her final performance and, and Matt Smith. Um, uh, ironically, I wore a Doctor Who shirt to uh, <laughs> the theater to see this <laughs> while Matt Smith's playing the movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with all of that. I I also think that there's some really outstanding special effects. So we, we've we've talked about the the look of the film, and I think they do a really great job of capturing 1960s London, both kind of the idealized version and then perhaps the more realistic version. Um, but there's those scenes where um, Thomas and McKenzie's character has kind of kind of gone back in time and is inhabiting the body of, of um, this, this other girl. Um, it switches between Thomas and McKenzie and Anya Taylor-Joy in the seamless way. Like there, there's a dance scene where it just switches between the two of them. And it's really, I think, visually remarkable. And so I just wanted to to mention that because I think maybe the achievement there has perhaps not been talked about a lot. Yeah, it's a great looking movie. Chung Hoon Chung is the uh, DP for this. Um, he's done a lot of different movies. Uh, he's the cinematographer for the original Old Boy, um, uh, as well as the 2017 It movie and uh, lots of others. So yeah, it's a great looking movie. And uh, it ultimately worked for me. Like I said, I would cut half of it. <laughs> but aside from that, I mean, it ultimately it was, it was, it was fine. So, um, yeah, I would, uh, I'll give it an eight. Um, how about you, Ryan? I would put it at a 7.5. And Ashley? Um, seven. All right. So that's a seven and a half from us. And it is on the tomato meter. It has uh, a 75% fresh from critics. And an 89% score from audiences, which is, is cool to see. Um, it's five, over 500 verified audience ratings. So 89% of audiences, of audience members like this movie, mm-hmm. which is interesting because there is, depending on where you're at, I know Ryan and I probably spend too much time on Twitter, but, <laughs> um, people on Twitter, if you were just to go, like, you know, listen to those folks, you would not expect 89% of people who've seen this movie to like it. Mm-hmm. But so it's kind of, you know, kind of it's nice to get out of the echo chamber from there and <laughs> and see that this is actually maybe being a little bit better received than what we might have thought. Um, so, yeah, uh, so seven and a half from us for last night in Soho. And um, Ryan, thank you, as always, for joining us. Thanks again for having me. And uh, thank you, everyone, again, uh, as always, for listening. You know, you can find us uh, on uh, online, uh, mashleymovies.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at Mashley Movies. And uh, don't forget to smash that like button. <laughs> and uh, have a good one. Thanks for listening. In Soho, I let my life go.